Good day, everyone. This is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, here joined by my precious co-host, Ty. How are you, Ty? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing a lot better than last week. As you heard from my voice messages that I sent you, I was, like, dying. <laughs> but um, I think I sound a little better. I'm not, like, as stuffy. Good. I'm glad that the medicine has been helping. Dude, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was so stunned by that. So they, they like, explained everything to me because I freaked out. Because usually, you know, like, with American healthcare. Um, mm-hmm. my, my healthcare was just staying at home and hoping for the best. So I can't do that here. Like, they will tell me, like, go to the doctor. What are you doing? They'll like, look at me weird. Like, but you feel like shit. Why don't you go to the doctor? I'm like, you don't get it. <laughs> I'm scared. It's going to cost me hundreds of dollars. And they're like, it's not going to happen. And I think it was me going to, to Taipei. I went to get like a, uh, I went to join a friend for their piercing, and I also got, like, a ring myself. Mm-hmm. And now that, like, mask mandates are a little bit down, people are wearing, like, their masks more freely outside. Um, they can't wear them in, like, trains and stuff still, like, public transportation. But, you know, it's it's more of a chance for you to get sick. And I think this was my first, like, common cold here. But I didn't know what the fuck it was. At nighttime, when I started getting a headache... Ty, I like I felt like my brain was falling out of my ear. It hurt so much. So at 2 a.m. I called my neighbor and poor him, he's at like the bar getting drunk. And I tell him like, hey, I need you to come with me. <laughs> and he's just like, What's up? What's going on? And I had to explain to him, like, I am very sick and I can't speak like uh confidently in Chinese. Like, I can't explain like what's going on to me. Um, but he can. So he came with me and I, <laughs> it was a funny sight. Ty, this is like me. I'm like in like my my like full like abuelita outfit. Like I'm in my 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 hair academia <laughs> sweatpants <laughs> and like my plush brown jacket <laughs> and my hair looks like a fucking mess. And my neighbor, he's, like, decked out in, like, glam makeup. He's looking so good. He's, like, looking pretty posh. And this lady, as, like, we're trying to sign papers, she asks us, like, are you guys married? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. And I'm just like, yeah, maybe one day. (laughs) And he just laughs. And I'm, like, on the verge of, like, crying because I'm in pain, but I'm still trying to make a joke to make my life funny. But literally, they explained to me after doing, like, x-ray tests and COVID tests and an influenza test, which I've never had done to me before, that fucking hurt. Is it, like, a nose one? Yes! Yeah, like, it went, like, into my brain, and I started crying. And this woman's like, you can do it. You're a big girl. You can be fine. I'm like... I hate this fucking hospital, but they took so much care of me. I was just in a grumpy mood. They, like, explained to me, like, it's a, like, I have no infections, thankfully. Basically, like, because this is my first time getting sick that's not COVID in, like, a new area with new air, um, new sick, like, just like a, it's it's, it's basically foreign to uh, the United States. Like, it's a, it's a Taiwanese cold. It's not a United States cold. It's going to hit me harder. And I'm just like, oh, that makes sense. 
That makes sense. I'm just happy to be alive, I guess. And they're just like, yeah, just come next week. <laughs> this guy was so funny. He was just like, where are you from? And I'm like, it's a long story, but I'm Colombian. He's just like, oh, you have a great accent. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I like didn't want to get into that story at like 3 a.m. because I'm crying in pain. And oh, it was such a weird night, Ty. It was so weird. But the whole appointment with everything, I was in and out of the ER in an hour. It cost me like 20 bucks and I got like a binder full of like meds. It was great. Um, and I feel a lot better. It's only been like a few days. It was just a really funky night. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's New Year. It's also Lunar New Year here. So um, with the headaches, there's been like a whole bunch of fireworks going off and I can't be angry because everyone's like celebrating um, a really like cool holiday. Um, and it's been really cute because it's Year of the Rabbits. All of the decorations have been really sweet too. So it's just like bittersweet. Like I can't go outside to like celebrate. So I'm stuck inside of the fireworks. But also I'm getting, I think, like the much needed rest I've been yearning to get since like final season that I've been haven't haven't been able to to actually experience. So it's been okay. It's been all right. But yeah, that's that's what's been going on for me. How about you, Ty? What have you been up to? I know we've been texting about anime. Yeah, I've mostly just been uh working and watching Fruits Basket. <laughs> how are you how are you liking it? It's good. I kind of forgot about the Lunar New Year, and then I also didn't realize that Fruits Basket is like about the Zodiac animals. So it's been like on the theme. It's yeah, it's on yeah, it's on theme. You did that unexpectedly. You're right. Yeah, I thought Fruits Basket was just like a slice of life thing. And then it was like Zodiac animals and the Lunar New Year is a big deal. And the cutesy like, oh. stuff. And then it's and like, I was like really oh shit. Dark. That's now. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Who was the the rabbit? The rabbit was like like the like the, the rabbit sweet, like is sunshine boy, right? Yeah, rabbit is Mom- Momiji, the like half German kid. Momiji, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think that was like one of like the the first, other than the the three that live with her with Toru. I think it was like one of the first people to be like very sweet to her. I think. Yeah, well, he's just like a sweet little curly haired boy. Also, his backstory is very sad. He, <laughs> boys live a sad life. <laughs> I was not ready for how sad all of these animal spirit people were gonna be. They were like, we're cursed. And I was like, what? Oh, there was like, oh, you're cursed because you've turned into animals? That doesn't seem that bad. And then the show was like, hold my beer. <laughs> and I was like, You'll never experience true love. Like, it's insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But... Yeah, it's been good. I've been enjoying that. So yeah, that's been my my main deal. Oh, that's nice. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that you're enjoying it, and I'm happy to like kind of relive it a little bit as you're like telling me all of this stuff. It's been really really fun. Yeah, I've been enjoying texting you about it, just out of context, knowing that you're gonna know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because you tell me like this happened. I'm like, yeah, it really did. Oh, it's it's so good. It's so good. And I'm happy that you're able to watch the the more modern version. Um after I finished the manga when I was like eleven. I should I had no business reading that eleven. It's a lot. But it was at the library. 
<laughs> it was at the public library. They had all the editions. And I was like, I'm going to read this. Because I think it was around the time I started finding out about, like, what is manga? Like, how to read mangas. And that was, like, the first thing I picked up. And then they had an anime that came out, I think, like, right after the... Not right after the manga, but a couple years after the manga came out. And it's, like, infamous. Like, the manga doesn't follow the pattern of the manga at all. It had, like, a whole bunch of budgeting issues. And, like, the ending, like, it, it just... It's so rushed that, like, they just miss, like, major parts of the story out. Um, and it doesn't end. Like, it doesn't get a season two at all until years after, until, like, the modern now version actually like follows the monk and everyone's like yeah this should have been this should have been so i'm happy i'm happy you're liking it yeah i assume i'm watching the newer one because it's like three seasons and is is good yeah yeah you you are you're you're telling me things that are like are followed really nicely and i'm like yeah that's what i was worried for because i'm like i don't think Ty would watch like the the 2006 version because that's a that's a bit jank. I think you're watching the like 2019. So you should be fine. It's also prettier too. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Nice, that's good. I've also been. I'm trying to segue this to natural aid. Can never do that. I've also been enjoying some games. Ty, would you like me to share the first one first? Yeah, go for it. Alrighty. Okay, so yeah, we have a nice little playlist set up for you guys this month. And the first one I'm going to be talking uh about Spin to Win, which I think went viral um in the last couple of weeks. I played this back in December and it was just like a game that was like compatible with my computer and it was like a little horror game and I was like, oh I should be little spooked enough it'll, it'll get me into gear it'll keep me up basically i needed to play something in between studying <laughs> and horror games also they, they 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 just help me stay up for a bit and mm. this one was like a funky little game um it's not like a horror game where there's you know like all these like killers coming to get you and like weird like paranormal stuff it's a very silly horror game basically you have to like spin a wheel and it lands in a color and it like little items come out of a hole and like you see what happens you see what happens with the items in the hole and that's the whole game and it's a little horror game it's not too much and i really liked it i think it's it's a horror game that's good for people like me who can't play big horror games because i end up like if it's on my computer i end up covering um half of my screen or i purposely make my screen smaller like my window smaller so that makes me like think that the scare or the jump scare isn't going to be as effective as it would be yeah that's why i like playing like a lot of horror games like on my switch or my steam deck honestly because like it's easier to like look away Exactly. Yeah, like to hold it away. It's like it's not gonna attack you. That's literally the reason why I do that. Because on my laptop, like I'm, you know, I'm, my my face is to the fucking screen. That shit's gonna be scary. So this is a perfect game for people like that who like, you know, do that. Um, but yeah, after I think a, a couple weeks, like in January, um, it just went viral as like you know horror itch games do. Um, once I think a YouTuber does it, 
all the other YouTubers does it because a lot of the horror YouTubers are pretty similar when it comes to games they play. And yeah, yeah. So I, I think the game is, is free. Um, you can find it under the cool vnife.itch.io profile. And yeah, you can play it there and see for yourself about what goodies you get and, and what ending you get. If not, you can support a whole bunch of horror YouTubers that have probably played it by now. It's a pretty quick game. I think you can finish it in like 30 minutes, um, which is perfect for me during my little study break. So I, I really liked it. It was it was short and sweet. How about you, Ty? Well, what's the game that you played this month? A game that I played this month is The Barnacle Goose Experiment. <laughs> I like the name. Which So it's this funky little browser game that is made by a person named Everest Pipkin. So they're just really killing it on the name game all around. And it's hard to explain, but it's described as like an abiogenesis, I think is how you say it, idle horror clicker. Whoa. And so the premise that you kind of get from it is that you are a scientist who is going into this like government owned lab to do some kind of experiment as some kind of like punishment slash compulsive. It's like, it's not, it's not a punishment. It's like mandatory service, but instead of like going to the military, they like have to do science shit, I guess. And so you basically, like, kind of get that context from, like, letters between the government and you. Um, and then you are in this, like, biodome, I guess. Ooh. But the only thing you see on the screen is, like, a white screen with different sections that have, like, different little descriptors. Um, and so when you first start, it's just, like, pretty much everything is blank except for, like, the top right box has like the option to spit piss or cry oh my gosh and so then when you do those things you get like teardrops or pee or spit and then when you combine those things together they make other things and so kind of like what you said about spin to win where it's like you're kind of just seeing what happens like it's all about seeing what happens like when you combine things um and then And then, like, as you produce more, like, biological stuff to mix together, you have, like, a life thing at the top that's, like, counting down. And, yeah, I haven't, I I will admit, I still have not fully figured out all of what is happening. But it's funky and weird. And, like, if you have time for something, like, low-key to just kind of, like, click around through, it's neat. Um, and you can also save it. So even though it like runs in browser, it just picks up like wherever you left off. Oh, that's great. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a wild game. That sounds fun. Yeah. I want to spend more time with it for sure. Cause it's funky. Yeah. It sounds like the kind of game I would love to play when I want to like get into like a little like K-hole of just like, just going deeper and deeper into something. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot with, like, Wikipedia, and that's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) 
anymore. <laughs> so it sounds like a perfect game to kind of do that with. Yeah, definitely. If you, you Monty, or you, the audience, want to see it, uh, I streamed it and I put the video on our YouTube. So you can see like what it looks like. Ooh, I'm going to go check that out then. Thank you, Ty. That's great. Awesome. All right, great. Okay. And our YouTube is still, you can find it under, I'm guessing, Uppercut Crit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's youtube.com slash Uppercut Crit. Perfect. I'll link Alrighty. the video in the description. But... Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Ty. Thank you. All righty. I guess I'll get on to my second game which is called uh, Six Cats Under, which I found, I can't remember the time I found this at. I think it was right after finals where, like, I finally had the time to just indulge in, like, little things that I was able to now that I have the time. And I was like, I really want a game. I just want to game a whole bunch. So I think I just found a whole bunch of things to play. And this is one of the games. So Six Cats Under, um, it was made by Team Bean Loop. And it's a game jam game. And it is so cute. So the story is basically you are a old woman with like eight cats in the apartment. Literally the beginning, a bookshelf falls on you and you die. <laughs> so now you're trying to find a way for your cats to be free so they don't just stay in the apartment and die and you as like a ghost of an old lady you understand that okay i don't have any strength as a ghost to like physically open this door but i can do little things that will make me maybe guide those cats to the door and that's basically what you're trying to do. And like the first thing that you do is I think you flush the toilet. Like you have enough strength to like be able to like put some weight on the toilet and flush it to scare the cat. So it goes into like the sunroom. And it's really, really cute. The art is like, you know, this really sweet little pixel art. The little pastel and muted colors are really go well together. All the cats are a little different. And when you click on them or when you pass by them, um, they tell you a bit about their personalities. And just things that you click around to, you get to know about the main character and who she was when she was alive. Um, from times of, like, she liked, you know, watching baking shows, just, like, normal, like, you know, old lady things. <laughs> Hashtag old lady things. <laughs> it's It's very sweet. It's super, super sweet other than the death that you have in the beginning of the game. But it's it's a really, really, like, sweet game gym game. I, I wish this was, like, something bigger. But, of course, you know, there's only so much you can make in a game jam. Uh, but this is something I would love to see as, like, you know, like, a, a bigger project. Um, it was just really sweet. I don't know. I, I, like, I think I was playing this at, like, 4 a.m. And I was just like, this is just so fucking nice. It's so sweet to play um and little music too is also really sweet to listen to but yeah it's a it's a browser game as well and you can just play it under the team bean loop itch uh if you can find it i recommend it i think the game you can finish if you're smart i think you can finish the puzzles in like five to ten minutes 
Um, that wasn't the case for me because I need time to think. <laughs> but yeah, this, this game was super, super sweet. Uh, Ty, what's your second game? In this house, we love browser games. <laughs> we do. We do. So my next game is called um, Ozera. And it's a creepy farming simulator. Which, Let's go. Uh, you know I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> but So it's basically like you're a person on an island. And, you know, you kind of it it kind of has a little bit of ooblets energy just in like if you go on the itch and like look at the gifts and stuff like there's little critters and you're like, you know, messing with your little. It's not really a farm. It's more like a vegetable patch um, next to your little house. Um, and so you're, you know, farming and whatever. And as you go, it kind of becomes more and more apparent that you are uh trapped on this island so you're kind of trying to you know find a way to remedy that situation trying to survive yeah as you are farming and you know surviving on this creepy fucking island But yeah, that's that's basically it. it's yeah, you're just trying to figure out how to get off this fucking island even though like you're clearly trapped and like you get these weird like radio broadcasts that are like basically say like all your needs are within reach. This is a beautiful getaway place. Um and it's just yeah, it's very weird and creepy and um in like a cool way because it is a farming simulator and then it's building into this like what the fuck is going on? I love that. Ooh, it's a weird game. It's a weird game. We love that. We love the emphasized weird. Ooh, okay, okay. See, these browser games, they really know how to do it. Something about them. It's always funky. Truly. I, yeah, I don't know what about this episode, but Monty and I were like, browser games! Dude, something about it. I don't know what possessed like what possessed me to be like i need to experience the same feeling that flash game websites gave me for some fucking reason um so yeah i just tried to like find a whole bunch of them um so they're so good sometimes and i think they're all like for itch at least they're all under like some funky like save system because I've, like, played a few, and uh, they use, like, I think, a, it could be, like, an account. I don't know if it's, like, a Unity thing. I don't know what the hell they use. I don't know what magic they have. I think it's, like, cookies or something. I think it's, like, some oh, kind of Chrome. Be. I think it's, like, some kind of browser-based memory. See, I don't know what the fuck computers do. <laughs> but that I makes mean, sense. I also <laughs> don't know what computers do, but that's the best I've got. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Um, Ty, do you have anything else to say about your second game before I go on to my third game? No, I will say my third game is not a browser game. My third game is a browser game. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so like I said, it's a it's a browser game. Um, it's called uh, Time is Solid here. And it's by Algebra Falcon, along with a few other people. I'm trying to remember exactly why I downloaded this game. Because this game is weird. 
Um, very, very weird, but in a good way. Um, I think it could be around when I was trying to look up like contemporary art stuff. And I was like, oh, let me look up artsy games. So I think I just Googled like artsy games on itch and this came up. <laughs> so that could be why or <laughs> I just found it like on one of my lists and I was like, this sounds emotional. Let me just download it. <laughs> but then I saw that it was a browser game, so I didn't have to download it at all. And that's actually where I found out that whole like weird save system. And I was like, this is from another game. What are you doing here? But yeah, so basically this game, uh, you're introduced as like a person with like a distorted face and you're met by this like entity and he also has like a really distorted face and you realize like all of these uh, people, these things um, that are supposed to kind of be human all have like some sort of like weird artsy distortion um, and you realize that, you know, you, 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 you're dead. Um, you're not alive anymore, and everyone else um, in this plane is also dead. So the guy tries to explain that to you, and he's just like, yeah, so basically, like, uh, before you can go off, like, you kind of have to be around you for a bit, like, why don't you help me out and, like, clean these paintings for me? Um, because you're walking around what seems to be, like, an art gallery. Um, that's sort of, like, the in-between between, like, death and life. So basically how to clean these paintings is this painting opens up and you go inside of it and you have to deal with the problem of the person behind the painting. And the first one without spoiling too much, because I think people would enjoy this really cool game because it is longer. Um, I think it took me about an hour. I don't want to like spoil too, too much, but yeah, this first uh, one was about like an old lady who talks about, like, she needs to find something that is calling for her in the middle of a maze, but because she gets, because she's so old, she just gets confused, and she just goes back, because she doesn't want to get lost. Um, so you do that for her, and you realize, like, as you're going into this maze for her, that you find all these notes um, from someone that seemingly seems to be, like, involved with her um, before. Like romantically, you find like a note that says like I love you, I miss you, you're the like the love of my life. The other one is it's signed by the same guy, and this guy's like saying this like terrible shit to her. So it's always like super flip floppy. Um, and you get to meet him when you hit the center, and he like confesses that like he made these notes on purpose to confuse her. Because he, like, found entertainment in confusing her. And it was, like, really horrible. I was not expecting all this stuff. There was, like, a warning for um, domestic abuse and, like, other stuff. But I wasn't expecting that. And I was like, whoa, this is, like, crazy to play. I wasn't like, expecting this sort of, like, messaging in here. So, um, thankfully, though, you get to talk to the lady. And it's uh, choice-based. And I told her, like, she needs to get over this. Like, this guy's not good for her. And thankfully, she was able to, I guess, like, move on to the other side sort of situation. And the painting gets clean. There are, I think, two to three more paintings that you have to do. And they're not as nice as the first one. They get progressively harder. There are chances where you can die. And uh, there's puzzles that you have to fix. 
all very artsy, all very cool, all have sort of messaging. Um, and the soundtrack's really fun, too. I, I really like them. Yeah, I guess it's just like a really fun artsy game. And if you really like weird art, I, I recommend it. Again, it's a browser game. It can't hurt you. Um, but it's really cool. They also... <laughs> you can't argue with a browser game. At that point, like, I don't know. Like, you don't even have to download it. There's not a lot of clicking going on. Um, but, yeah, like, the the game was just really fun. I, I Again, I wasn't expecting much of this game. I literally was just like, oh, I need something artsy. But this was really great. Um, really cool messaging, and the the like this like the weird main side character other than yourself. He makes like an appearance in another game by um the same creator of the page where this game is from, um, Algebra Falcon, and that game I tried playing, and it's like like the the weirdness of this game. I think we can put it like at a two, but the one that I played after this one was about at a ten. It was weird. It was also really cool, but it was much more harder. Yeah, really fun stuff from this creator. And I recommend it. It's really cool. Ty, what's your what's your third game? My third game just released this past week. Ooh. Uh, and it is called A Space for the Unbound. Ooh. And it is from Moji Ken and published by Toad Productions, which is the same studio that did Coffee Talk. And it's a little hard to explain this game, but it's basically like a slice of life kind of like point and click deal, but it's not as annoying as like older point and click games in terms of like the logic of the puzzles. Although Mm -hmm. there are a couple that are a little baffling, but it's basically about this boy in Indonesia in the 90s named Atma who is having these kind of like supernatural experiences where like he's starting the game when you start the game he's hanging out with this younger girl um and they are writing a story together and she's kind of having like problems at home but then he while trying to save her from a river he like falls in and then he wakes up and he was dreaming apparently and he's like in his high school classroom with his girlfriend So then you're like hanging out with her and through this whole misadventure with her, you um, find out that she has like magic powers that she can use to like, uh, it's it's like if miscellaneous was a magic power kind of, because she can like put stuff in people's pockets. Like when you don't have enough money to go to a movie, she like makes it so you do. Um, And she can like, she catches you when you fall stuff like that um but if she Mm. uses it too much it like gets really tiring for her and so yeah you're just kind of going through this adventure with these different characters that you're meeting along the way as you're like encountering all of this weird stuff happening in your little like small town and yeah it's very cute it's very pixel art um, it deals with a lot of like pretty heavy stuff too, in a way that I really liked because it feels like it is coming from the perspective of kids and how kids like mm. see the world and how they deal with like rough shit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I think it's I think you would really like it. It sounds like it sounds like a, a game that's like right up my alley. Yeah, yeah it definitely sure. has big Monty energy. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Mm, mm. I do I do have some time before school begins, so and maybe maybe I'll go and play it. That sounds really nice. I, I really like and you said it was from Indonesia? It's set in Indonesia. I I think the developers are Indonesian. I'm not 100% sure, but it is oh, set in okay. like 1990s rural Indonesia. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Yeah, this, this sounds like a, a game I, I definitely want to play. You can oh, also nice. pet and name every stray cat you find. Uh, Just also. Yes. For folks who are into that, you do get to pet and also name every stray cat. That's me. That's definitely me. I love it. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, Ty, what a, what a nice game for your third game. I don't have any more games on my list. Ty, what about you? That was my last one. Nice. That means we're we're done with our fun little playlist that we had. Great. And it's it's all really cool and different games as well. Big, big browser theme for sure. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that wraps up this month's playlist here on Indie Mixtape. Ty, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at a woth keeper and you can you can't find me anywhere what the hell <laughs> indie mixtape is a product by uppercut where you can find me on where you can find us on all social media under uppercut crit if you'd like to chat with us and friends make sure you join our discord the link will be in the show notes and don't forget to rate and review us it helps out tons and we would appreciate it so much if you like what we do and would like to help support it you can head over to patreon.com slash uppercut crit and throw us some money if you pledge at the seven dollar or above tier you will get your name read at the end of all of our indie mixtape podcasts just like these folks here so huge thanks as always to thomas lewis chris lawrence pixel turkey justin drew third avenue anti-capitalist tbs ken Felix Mayer, Matt Burr, Jordan Ramey, Dale, Wheels, Jesse Vitelli, Adept7777, Optional Objectives, Kenneth Shepard, Lucas Lyon, L. Tantivy, Adrian A. Rock Williams, Matthew Flowers, Andrew Sherman, Colton Crow, Jesse Peterson, Jared Shu, Cam Koenig, and Quentin Kaufman. Thanks, Great. Y'all. Thank you guys so much. Dude, the username Pixel Turkeys is so fun. We have a lot of I, good ones in here. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, so so funny, so creative. Alrighty, guys, we will see you next month for another playlist. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.